some space. Yeah, I think my problem is I only have one, so it's just like it would it would look kind of odd on its own. Yeah, I need more. Uh, we yeah. all need more, and we're live. <laughs> just so you know, I just wanted to let you know we're being live streamed right now. Uh, I so always need more tattoos. We all do. Um, thank you so much for joining us today, uh, Drawing for Tattooers. Uh, with us this morning, we have Elise and Amber Morgan. So great to have you both. Um, so if we're if you're uh, if this is working for you on YouTube, let us know in the chats. I know Amber, you keep up with the chats, so. <laughs> Yes, I don't um, have it on yet, but I'm going to get it on right now. <laughs> I forgot. I woke up no, a little late totally this cool. morning. Yeah. That's, um, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to keep up with the chats and to, you know, and to do everything, but um, it's important. We love you, chat. So, <laughs> so let us know if this is working for you and where you're, where you're yeah, uh, watching. I always try to encourage everybody in the chat to come in live. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. I the the more the merrier like to a yeah. certain extent you know <laughs> if yeah. we get if we get a hundred people it'll be you know well pandemonium yeah. yeah so hey uh good morning Medusa Slays so good to have you good morning and uh Spirit has just joined us so that's awesome nice well we got the we really got the gang together today and that's um. It's always like, I mean, I, I just, I count on all, <laughs> gonna put it on you. I count on all of you to, to, you know, to come to this. It really makes it, you know, it, it makes it so much better. But I always get that, like, I always get that anxiety, like, God, you know, like, you know, we could totally, you know, nobody could come and it would <laughs> be so boring. So um, anyway, I'm really, I really, it's, uh, it's really great. It's great that everybody was able to make it today. So um I'm gonna do these uh, the announcements that I that I got to do, and then um, we'll get into it. So, good morning, everybody, and welcome to Guy Atchison's Reinventing the Tattoo Community, where tattooers, apprentices, and the curious and collectors are all encouraged to join these live uh, and real-world events. So, um, our goal is to inspire and ultimately create better art and tattoos together. Um, we beam out nearly every single day, and with your help, have become uh, an amazing network of quality uh, live on-demand tattoo art shows uh, that have been receiving rave reviews. Uh, you can find more at reinventingthetattoo.com. And let me let me share share. Uh, I want to make it big. Okay, good. All right, so uh, here it is, reinventingthetattoo.com. Uh, so. Um, you can uh, you can find us on all the uh, um, app uh, at all the app stores: Apple App Store, Google Play Store. Uh, we have a YouTube channel as well as a Roku. Um, so you can uh, find more at uh, reinventingthetattoo.com backslash Roku. Uh, you can also find us on all the major podcast directories, uh, such as Apple, Spotify. But no matter where you're finding us, you can always uh, see the latest and greatest at reinventingthetattoo.com. So uh, um, we have a number of weekly stable shows. Uh, beginning on Sundays, we have uh, the Sunday Skill Building Drawers Group, hosted by Jason Leeser. It's followed on Mondays at 9 a.m. Eastern, Drawing for Tattooers, with host James Wisdom. That's me. You're here. Hey. You made it. Yeah. 
yeah, so welcome to Drawing for Tattooers. Um, uh, so at, on, also on Mondays at 11, we have uh, the Tattoo Weekly. Yeah, Tattoo Weekly, uh, hosted by Lauren Gregory, Jake Meeks, and Gabe Ripley. Followed at 5 p.m. on Mondays, let's talk about feelings with uh, Robbie Ripple. At 9, a, uh, 9 p.m. Eastern, uh, we have the uh, we have the subscribers exclusive drawing groups led by Guy Atchison and Sandy McAndrews. Um, Tuesday at 10 a.m., uh, we have the Tuesday Fields Drawing Group hosted by Ricardo Sturdivant. Wednesdays at 1 p.m., we have the Tattoo Now show. On Thursdays at 6 p.m., we have the Tattoo Collecting 101 podcast hosted by Fawn Baker. Um, so now we'd like to take a moment and um, we'd like to thank our sponsors. So uh, Tattoo Now. Tattoo Now is uh, technology for tattooers. It's the leading edge of professional development uh, and management uh, software. Uh, they have upgrades, mailing lists, as well as CRM. So um, be sure to check out Tattoo Now for all your communication needs. And, uh, and then, of course, we'd like to thank, uh, again, Guy Atchison for being the founder and inspiration behind reinventing the tattoo. You can learn more about Guy Atchison by going to guyatchison.com, where you can find all sorts of tattoo merchandise, prints, uh, original art, coil machines, tattoo educational content galore. Um, it's a very cool site. Uh, so check out uh, guyatchison.com to learn more. And uh, yeah, I think we did it. I think we did it. So great. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out, hey, everybody. Hey. Mm. Good morning, Medusa. Yeah, good, good morning. morning. Yeah. Good morning. Good fucking morning, guys. <laughs> it's oh, 6 a.m. What are you doing? I'm impressed. Early. Oh, wow. It's early for you, right? What time is it? You said 6 a.m.? Yeah, I woke Ooh. up at 5.30, and then I hit my snooze alarm a couple of times. <laughs> and then I made it, because I wanted to be all like, hi. hi. You are all like, hi. hi. I've missed you. I haven't seen you lately. Uh, I've been... I've been busy working a lot. Um, also, uh, Petco sent me way too much snake food. So I've been oh. practicing my skills in taxidermy because they won't keep oh. too long. So, sorry. I've been oh, busy. With the, with, the, with the rats and stuff? Yeah, the snake food. Yeah. Night. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but sorry. I've, been, I've just been busy. What's up, guys? Hello, everybody. Let's learn how to Whoa. draw. <laughs> happy Monday yes. morning. Yeah, happy Monday morning, everybody. Yeah, we um I've I've got all kinds of stuff to talk about today. And so I'm, you know, I'm really excited. And um so uh That makes me excited. Good. No, I'm I am yeah. like I really uh you know I've thought about it a lot like over the week and, and my um you know, I know that sometimes, uh, sometimes there's this, um, there's, there's so much like that we want. It's like, I just want the, you know, I just want like the secret or I just want like to, you know, some sort of shortcut to whatever. And it's like, 
I don't know any of that shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, there's no, there's no secret. There's no, you know, there's no shortcut that I know of really. It's just, um, we just don't learn but, like that. Right. Right. I, so I really kind of feel like there's, um, I really kind of feel like there's, there's a, there's this sort of building that happens, right. Kind of build up slowly. It is a building and, and, and there's a foundation and stuff. There's all, there's also all the metaphor all the metaphors that you want to, you know, to use. So um, anyway, I, I'm actually, I'm just, I'm collecting a few images to share with you. Does anybody have any artwork or drawings that they'd like to share? I'd, I'd love to, I'd love to see what you all have and to, for you to be able to share what you've, what you've been working on. So if anybody has anything, please. Uh, is everybody's cameras on? Oh, all right, sweet, I'll go. All right, uh, so, um, uh, so I guess the, the, so the homework was kind of, we were working on, um, oh, good night to see everybody. Um, the homework was kind of like, we were supposed to work on um, ratio and proportion. Uh, I didn't, I'm still trying to wrap my brain around that one. Uh, I did take a few pictures, um, but, you know, just like I said, it was like a building. But I did, I have been working on this one piece uh, all week. I think I just started on it like just a few days ago um it's a it's a um hold on, let me actually do this real quick you like my whole music love it yes oh thank you all right here we go you take that on the road oh yeah whoa okay mm -hmm. that's great quit my day job <laughs> So um, this is uh, from one of my art parents. His name is uh, Alphonse Muka. And uh, I wouldn't have been able to do this before I started this class. Um, definitely not without as much confidence. And this is clearly, this is where it comes from. This is excellent. Thank you. So, um, but so did you, did you, were you like looking, observing the image uh, and drawing it from, yeah. like from observation? That's. Yeah, just from observation. I, yeah. I think that's very, very cool. Beautiful. What was it? Yeah. yeah. What was it like? I want to, I want to learn more. I want to hear more. So I definitely used um, the little thing that uh, I learned in the book. Uh, you see this little where I was able to kind of like make this, this angle here with the fingers yeah. um uh and then i was able to just kind of like reproduce that so so just so what i would do is i would say okay so like her eye her the side of her face you know lines up with the crook of her neck her eyes line up with the tip of her you know <laughs> tip of her mouth uh yeah. you know and it's not exact it's not perfect you know by by a long shot i mean this girl does not look like this girl you know what I'm saying? But this girl looks like a girl. Like it looks like it looks like this like looks like a person. You know what I mean? That's what I'm that's what I'm kind of getting at. Um, same with this guy. Uh, so, uh, you know, and I would just keep doing that. I, I would just this area is kind of confusing for me. Uh, it, this part seems a little elongated, but, you know, it, it is what it is. Um, 
and just I'm just you know just keep lining everything up, just keep lining everything up. The uh, the, the working with the hands has really helped me as well um, here. Um, just understanding that everything is a you know is everything's a shape. Um, you know, this is just this flat surface. Um, I um, talking about the planes the other day has really helped me because you know I'm I'm, I'm able to realize that this is you know, this is like a, a dark, you know, like a dark area, you know, and this is also kind of a dark area and it pushes that, uh, um, and just thinking about like tonal value is, was helping me over, over with the hair. And I don't, I'm not really, I mean, hair is a challenge for me. Um, it always has been. Um, and, but I'm pretty proud of how, how this turns out. I mean, it's, it's, again, it's not, you know exactly the same but it's mine um you know nose is a little crooked I'm still trying to work on that but um all in all i'm 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 proud of it i think i'm happy i think it's really cool I, it's fun spending time with your your art parents you know what i mean um you know you're just kind of soaking up soaking up the good stuff i um yeah i'm I'm so uh, just like, you know, pleased and happy, like that you're, that, that that was something that you felt like helped you, you know, like, especially thinking about alignments and then talking about planes. It made all the sense in the world when I, you know, when I saw your drawing and, you know, and how you're, um, how, how it's like, you could see how you're thinking about it. And I think that's like, you know, so hair is exactly is like this, is this, you know, this, perfect metaphor right it's a, it's a perfect storm of like you know like all this detail we can't draw we can't draw the hairs really you know it's always going to be this gesture and the shape you know like you said you know so if you think about it in terms of shapes and then planes you render that you can you can get to this point where it starts to you know give this feeling of hair you know but if you were to draw every mm. single hair it just turns into like a bowl of spaghetti you know, right, rather, than a, right. uh -huh. rather than a hairdo. <laughs> so I thought, um, I, I feel like, uh, I feel like the drawing was, uh, was, had a, had a real clear, you know, it, it was distinctly, you know, referencing that it looked, they, they, of course they look like people. And then also, um, I thought it was really well handled. And I liked all the real thick outlines and stuff too, that, that really strong contour that's really uh, evocative of the Art Nouveau style and then it just um so i, I really i just i love Art Nouveau. it's just so mm -hmm. oh my god oh god it's just such a flowy beautiful the sepia tone colors yeah you know beautiful oh, it's beautiful it's so mm -hmm. organic organic yes absolutely yep thank you for sharing that i thought that was uh um i thought that was excellent that and just you know to and you just did it for your own enrichment right like it's you know you did it for practice and for fun and you love muka and that sort of thing yeah i wanted to kind of continue with the uh you know when i was doing the drawings the other week um i was able to just you know bang them out i was like well let me try to see if i could do this with something more difficult you know let me try from one of the masters you know uh, and I was able to do it, you know, in, in my way. I mean, you know, uh, so that's, 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 that's very exciting. <laughs> it's very, very exciting, you know, because like now it's like, 
oh god i can find some more secrets you know i can go and i can you, you go when you know you drawing well, drawing is you're drawing you're pulling something from you know what you're doing and that's what i'm gonna be you know exploring i i I'm like I'm pretty convinced that you probably learned so much, even more than we can even you can express to us right now. That there was so many so many insights that you gained while doing it. Because I think I believe in it. I think we copy, you know, you copy <laughs> others not to like, not to take on what they not to not to do what they do, but we copy others so we learn who we are, right? It's like, mm. it's like you learn more about yourself through this this you know this way of copying. Um, it's, it, it's not to, it's not to like, you know, to, to, you know, impersonate them. It's again, it's that building thing. It's like you, I guess you end up, you end up becoming who you are kind of through this, you know, because we all, yeah. we're all like, we all learn from each other. We've all, we all learn from, from people from the past. We all do. It's just how, it's how we're to the stage that we're at. So, and, and, and that's how, that's how the masters would teach. Like if you were going to apprentice with Michelangelo or Da Vinci, that's what they would do. Like you, you couldn't draw from real life. You had to draw from, you had to sit down and draw their paintings or paint their paintings. Right. And then you could, and then you could graduate from that and draw real life. You know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, it's, it's yeah, awesome. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. Thank you, Spirit. Thanks. Yeah, thank you for thank that. You. That's awesome. Thank you, Mr. Wisdom. Right. I appreciate it. <laughs> Mr. Wisdom is my father. All right, so uh, <laughs> anybody else uh, want to show some drawings? I'd love to love to see Medusa. Oh well, I started to put my hand down as you said, show some drawings because I don't want to show a drawing. I want to show my snake food that I've been fiddling with. <gasps> let's, 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 see, let's see that snake food. Oh, oh my god! god. That's amazing! Oh my god! <laughs> I love it. He's a ninja. That's great. And he's in the cheese clan, and I made him yeah. a little size. <laughs> he's ready. He's ready for that snake. I don't yeah. know if you call him snake food. Yeah, his name is Shogun Jerry. And I made um I made little throwing stars for him too. Oh, uh, the, that's so cool. The first ones were out of um Sculpey clay. Um, but I'm really bad at sculpting. <laughs> So then I cut ones out and glued foil around them, and then I accidentally threw it away because I thought it was part of the foil scraps. <laughs> oh, so, this is my third attempt at little throwing stars for him. He's a cut out of cardboard, and I made a little a Tory for his little background. Oh wow! To his temple where he meditates because he's a disciplined ninja. And um, um, that's all I got so far. Yay. Thank you for sharing. I didn't make any things, though. You well, can make them well, and sell uh, them because I would buy one. Maybe. We'll see. I just might make my little friends for myself and <laughs> my snake. I did give oh. the leftovers to my snake, though. He's happy oh i'm sure very happy so, um yeah well it could be it could become like the you know the inspiration for a you know uh for a graphic novel or something you know what i mean you could um now that you have now that you've you know you generated this you there's you know there's all sorts of um there's all sorts of ways you could take it 
Now so, you gotta flesh uh, out the character. His little shoes keep falling off, though. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I haven't been drawing. I've just been doing. I've been utilizing the skills I learned in a taxidermy class like three years ago. Yeah. Um. So, no drawings, but the little shoes on my little guy. Um. <laughs> that's so cool. <laughs> And well, the, yeah, yeah, he's well, in the cheese clan. Well, so I think so. You did you have to make like patterns to to sew any of that stuff, or was it? Just I did. Like... I did. I made some patterns, um, and I did sketch out a couple of concepts and See? all of that. So that did require some drawing. So you did have to draw. We always we're always drawing, right? <laughs> we can't get away from it. We're always yeah. sketching things in, and um, it's. I think it's. Uh, um, I mean, it's more, it's more than just a metaphor. Like we, you know, we're, we're doing it. So even if you have to write something, you know, you're, you're going to, you know, sort of sketch it in, outline it or something like that. Um, I, I guess it's, uh, uh, it, maybe it's how, maybe it's just a, it's a way of thinking, you know what I mean? Like drawing is, is sort of this, uh, you know, it's, it's how you're, it's how you're getting out like the, you know, the, the ideas, right. It's kind of, you know, so it is a beautiful in itself, like the patterns you made, like, I'm, you know they're they're probably amazing um and they could be it could be a product but you you used it as a means to an end to create the you know the uh the ghee for your for the cheese clan and you know and all of the uh, all the weaponry and and stuff so i i, I guess it's uh um it's so that you're sort of synthesizing all these things right the drawing and then the taxidermy skills and all that stuff and it's really coming you know you're 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 putting you're making new things out of all of the the ideas that you um, that you've been working with. So I think that's cool. Yeah, been trying to cool. stick to recycling materials around the house too. Like uh, this is made out of like a couple of pieces of cardboard that I cut out, and I already had some felt and everything. I I foiled the blades with like aluminum foil. Very Do you cool. use like a um like an exacto knife? Yeah. Yep, I use a little exacto knife. I made this out of a a, a Lacroix box, mm. and then I glued foil around the edges and just painted the tips to look like a little handle. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'm actually trying to uh, downsize everything I have. And so this is a way that I can like utilize just the stuff in my house to put it together into something. And then maybe later I can get rid of it. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. I do kind of a similar thing because uh, I there was a point in the pandemic where I had way too many like Amazon boxes because I was getting everything delivered to my house. So I started building stuff. So I have it. Oh, I have. It was the beginning of a little house will it show up but yeah, yeah, oh, so yeah. Cool. you make um, every like individual yeah so i cut oh up, my god you're so crafty i can show you the secrets it's actually just oh. amazon boxes on the bottom but yeah it was just a bunch <laughs> of like <laughs> a bunch of little boxes i made like little shelves and stuff that i was gonna Whoa. put in there yeah 
you're so inspiring and crafty and now I have so many ideas for what to do with my next rat because Petco, Petco sent me a lot and they won't keep in the freezer that long they'll get freeze oh god yeah I'm really glad to see this because I've been wanting to like just kind of just make things with my hands lately you know yeah. I yeah, think another I one. feel like uh, I feel like crafting with your hands, like you know, like fucking popsicle crafts and stuff, um, mm. brings out an artistic side that makes mm. it so that you actually have to utilize just the things that are around you. Yeah, and I'm thinking outside the box, and like, and always like you're drafting up plans and everything on paper. You're utilizing whatever tools you have around you. And I think that's mm. um, a really good way to get the brain rolling and stuff. Mm. I've been working a little bit on this every morning before work, and I feel like it's a really good brain up exercise, just like crafting and making crap out of crap. Yeah. And, <laughs> and when, by yeah. the time I get yeah. to work, I've already been crafting for a couple of hours in the morning, and I've already got like those brain exercises done. So when I come to problems at work like oh shit like how am I gonna like shade this object for this client that's gonna be coming in in a couple of days and I haven't really sorted out my light source and everything fuck I got all these little things at home that I can use to craft into a model set a mm. lamp up next to it and be mm. like oh okay like that's how I can. That's one it. of the things that I've been trying to do. Yeah, like these yeah, skills come full circle. Yeah. Um, and yeah, also, I good. think it's just a really good way to uh to keep yourself like because I know that I personally can get burnt out from drawing all the time mm -hmm. if I'm drawing all the time. Mm -hmm. Like I can get burnt yeah. out from it, and that's like one of the downsides of turning uh your hobby into a career is that mm -hmm. it can become chore-like. So yeah. utilizing your artistic skills in different ways can kind of keep your brain rolling in that artistic moment, but you don't actually have to be doing the same thing the whole time. And it's like, it's a problem-solving endeavor too. It really helps with a lot of problem-solving skills. Mm. And also, mm. I did not know how fabric is supposed to fold and how like <laughs> things are supposed to lay on you until I had to like draw out like a few different uh a few different patterns to try to make this gi. It yeah. was really fun. But yeah, I kind of want to know more about your little model house. I want to know yeah. about everybody's popsicle crafts. I'm like bogarting. Yo, the I'm about to get nice. Crab build a little community of so this was one that I was working on before. It's supposed to be like a wonky house. Mm. I never finished it just because uh, life got in the way. But maybe one day I have all my little, I had my little notes written on there mm -hmm. about what nice. I was going to do. Yeah. Nice. Did you, um, did you like sketch out like blueprints and stuff for everything before you mm -hmm. just started putting stuff together? Or did you kind of, you know go balls to the wall and just be like we'll see where the glue lands no I uh I sketched out all the pieces because I I had to measure especially for that one I had to measure like the size of the bottom and then the size of the top since it's like more rhombus shaped so I did have to like measure out all of the pieces uh to make sure they would all fit together 
but yeah, it's mo- it's all just cardboard and hot glue. <laughs> Nice. You're so clever. Mm, so cool. <laughs> yeah. My little no, drawing isn't nearly as impressive as all of that. <laughs> you're drawing is very impressive. You're on your own journey. Yeah. I just finished designing a paisley hip piece. Mm, okay. Oh, I want to see. Mm-hmm. Ooh. 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 It's very pretty. I apparently enjoy making work for myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's the thing about being an artist, it's just never done until it's done. No. Mm, I no. thought this was done three times, and then I'd look at it the next day and go, no, that needs more black over here. It's not balanced. I have a hard time telling when things are supposed to be done. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's that's yeah. really pretty. Uh do you how is it gonna lay on the hip? Uh um actually it's upside down okay oh, yeah. oh that okay. makes way yeah, well, more, makes sense. more sense yeah. yeah i just realized it was upside down are you okay. gonna bring it forward on the thigh a little bit or is it gonna just yeah, be all, all it's designed side? to start on the hip here and go forward to the thigh oh i like that that curvature uh-huh. that wrap and that way if they want to continue the piece you can add more paisley pieces to it to wrap around or go up into the you know like more on the ribs beautiful. i'm really into paisley lately well it's beautiful yeah yeah, yeah. i definitely um and i like what you were saying about like you keep coming back to it and making discernments about it needs a little bit more value over here. It needs dark. Needs this needs to be darker or whatever. Yeah, it needs of, to be more balanced and yeah. make your eye travel through it rather than folk land on one spot and stay. It definitely does. It definitely has a lot of uh, uh, motion to it, right? It, it moves. It moves our eyes around. I think, like you know, quite a bit. So there's a lot of interest, and um, so yeah. But but there was a nice like uh, sort of a flower motif, like right in the middle. You know, yeah. it's kind of like almost like everything kind of emanates out from that, um, you know, from that point. So, mm-hmm. uh, there's a, yeah, there's a lot. I think there's a lot of like really smart decisions that you made and there's a lot of consistency that you've gotten so far. And, and I think that's um, uh, it's just it just speaks to the quality. Right. There's a good there's a really, you know, there's a nice quality to it. And, and yeah, it is. It is Thank really beautiful, you. too. So, yeah, nice work. Thanks for thank, yeah. yeah. So that was impressive. What are you talking so, about? <laughs> are you going to tattoo this, or or is it um, is it mainly just for your own, own pleasure? Um, I do plan on tattooing it eventually. It will be up for grabs once I'm further along in my new apprenticeship. I don't expect gotcha. to be able to tattoo that right now. I expect to get to the point where I can tattoo that. How long does a typical okay, apprenticeship? Okay take it really depends on the state Mm. some states you only need 20 hours oh some states don't have and it just depends on who's apprenticing you oh i think i had a friend they were like oh yeah two years i'm like oh my god i had a friend apprentice over five years he's an incredible artist but he was technically an apprentice and he was tattooing into his third year but he apprenticed he didn't get the name of artist 
until five years after his apprenticeship. And in Oregon, you have to go to a school. Mm. And, mm. Yeah, different states have different regulations and some states don't have any regulations at all. So it's really just up to the mentor um, whenever you're ready. Wow. I'm curious to know how long that James apprenticed Mr. Wiz, Mr. James Wisdom. I, uh, so I, I apprenticed, um, for probably about nine months or so. I think that would probably be a good, you know, a good estimate. Um, it was in, uh, started in, in, in 2000. And, uh, and so by 2001, I was, uh, I was working full time, but, uh, you know, so I live in Indiana, I lived in Indiana then. Um, and so, uh, there really wasn't any, there really wasn't any regulation to it. It really was up to the, you know, to the mentors. Uh, and so, um, yeah, I think, um, there's all kinds of stuff that you just That's can't what's up, Dad. Hey, you're, a, you're a lifer. Hey, hey. I, 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 uh, yeah, I've been, I did it for quite a number of years and then I, uh, then I went to school for a while and then I started, you know, working at school and stuff. And, um, I, the, the real, you know, really like my desire for, for more school, like to learn about art was to sort of bring it back to my tattooing. And so mm. I'm really trying to do that. I'm really trying to do that now. I think is it's, it's taken a long time. It's been a really long sort of journey, but, um, that's, that's a big part of my goal or, or you know, like the, the trajectory is I really want to, um, uh, I, I've always wanted to bring that together. You know, I've always wondered, you know, like I love the art museum or I love going to the museum and it's so <laughs> full of stuff, <laughs> you know, you know it's really, for lack of a better word, a museum is full of stuff. And it's like, what am I looking at? Honestly, like, what am I looking at? You really, you can be totally overwhelmed and not, you know, it just, anyway, I always wondered, I really did. I think the same thing with tattoos as well. Like I've always, I've seen them. What am I looking at? Fascinated. Yeah. What am I looking at here? And so I think it's, um, it's inexhaustible, right? You know, that's the point of it. You're always going to learn, learn more, right? Because they're, they are cultural expressions. And so, um, uh, but, but that's, I think that's a part of, you know, again, I think hopefully what I'm bringing is that like, I'm always learning. I'm always trying to, to, you know, to learn more about it. Um, but then to share, you know, what I've got and to, to also to enjoy and share with, uh, you know, what other people bring, you know, the, the things that you like, the things that like you're interested in, the stuff that you all know, like that, all, you know, I, I find it incredibly enriching. So, um, yeah, that's, that's me, but Steven, you're up. <laughs> Uh, I've got my drawing from Monday night class that I've completed this week. If you guys want to check that out. Bruh. Oh, wow. My eyes are getting teary (laughs) just looking at that. Yeah. (laughs) Got the double onion act. You know, onion and chives, I guess. Mm. Delicious. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I really like uh, 
I really like the composition and you were able to, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm working on mine as well. Mine's still in, in progress, but, uh, so I'm doing a, you know, a knife with, uh, a knife with food as well. And, uh, I really like what you came up with, Steven, like the, the chives add a nice element of movement, some flow, you know, to otherwise it's like a really static uh, a knife, you know what I mean? It's really, it's really static. Um, so there's the that. and then also the swirl and the onion too has, has a nice sort of rhythm to the, you know, to the, the middle of it and stuff. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. yeah, that's 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 pretty fucking sick. I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was a general consensus uh, last Monday. We were all you know like drawing food and knives and stuff, and everybody was getting you know <laughs> it was like a hunger pangs all night so it really was uh like walking um, too much it was a lot of work. right right can't wait to exactly. get back to monday nights yeah uh, it's it's a lot of fun so you know for for everybody that's listening and for everybody here if you're not sure what we're talking about on monday nights uh a group of us get together and we we draw and so there's a there's a client, you know, there's a sort of an imagined client, you know, will will want something. And so we'll have some references and we'll try to design a tattoo, but we'll use a process, right? So we'll generally we'll do like some quick sketches and then make it a little bit more formal. Um, and then we'll have a week to, to refine it a little bit more. And so um, it's, I think it's a great exercise. Uh, what time? Again, it's at 9 p.m. Uh, on uh, on Ooh, nice y'all be getting it in late, bro. Ooh, okay. It does. I'm it 42. Does go, that's does late go. now. You know. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 26. That was, that's late for me too. Hey, hey, it's late. That's yeah, awesome. It's, it's cool. only 6 p.m. for me. <laughs> oh, oh, you good? Then. <laughs> right. Yeah. So it no, keeps it balanced, so cool. right? It keeps it balanced. Well, you know. So I think. Um, uh, Are all sure. invited? Well, it's a, it's a, it's a subscription. It's so a subscription. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. That's what I was saying. If you go to reinventingthetattoo.com, you can find, um, uh, you can find this, uh, this drawing group. And so there is just a, I, I believe that you can just join it, you know, so you can subscribe to it uh, for a low price. And then there's also uh, included in it, there's a, also a, there's a, there's also a curriculum that is, it enrolls on a trimester basis. So, you know, so whenever enrollment is open, you know, you can, it's basically, uh, it, it's very similar to the canon. If, you know, so, so the reinventing the tattoo book, is very similarly sort of, you know, all the, you know, all the lessons and the information from that book is sort of included in the curriculum. And on Monday nights, we, you know, we sort of go over a little bit what, you know, what was the material for that week. It's, it's really a class and it's, 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 um, it's, it's, pretty rigorous and but you get it you get out of it what you put into it and so, so is it still is it kind is it guided like is there like a um it's guided okay all right it is it is guided uh so um so guy atchison generally runs you know he, he generally generally leads it he's taken a, a sabbatical for the last uh, you know few weeks so uh -huh. in the interim several of the students have uh, you know, have sort of stepped up to, to do the leading. So, mm -hmm. 
there's also also Sandy McAndrew is uh, is is really great. She's a you know she's a part of uh, the reinventing the tattoo team, and so she leads a quite quite a few of them. Um, but uh, Jason Leister led one. Ricardo Sturdivant led one. I led one. Um, Bruno uh, led one. Quite, Bruno led one. A lot of people have have done all it. great artists in their own right. It's really yeah. been a blast. It has been. It's it's really been great, and to and to get other people's sort of take on things, I think, has also been um, it's been really beneficial, right? So, cool. Um, I I I, I, I really uh, endorse it. So I hope I hope that if you know, Medusa, hopefully you can come back soon when you're when you got some free time. I know you're at a new shop now, right? And yeah, yeah. I actually I think I might be able to. Oh, fuck no i can't guarantee if i can come back tomorrow crap um yeah i've been trying for the last couple of months to make time again on monday nights um but it's it's been really difficult with my schedule lately uh How do you like the new shop? i love the new shop it's re- it's a it was a really healthy move for me it is a private mm. studio and basically appointment only that's a little nerve-wracking because soon as my carryover appointments run up i'm just like ooh, am i gonna still have clients um yeah as of course opposed you will. to like the walk-in thank you of course um, you have but yeah i'm finally like really settling in and um because it's 6 p.m for me it's uh kind of like it's one of those things where if i'm working that day i'm like rushing to try to get home in time for it and then it's immediately after work and if i am working on mondays that's the end of my work week because tuesdays and wednesdays are my day off so it's like trying to focus on a class immediately after a full work week where i've been working all week so it was getting really tough for a while for me personally just because of my schedule Cause that's at the point where I'm like, my brain needs to stop thinking about drawing and get into rest mode. But then I have to try to focus on this class. Mm-hmm. Um, but my schedule has slowly been turning and I'm hoping to come back and I will second the fact that the Monday night classes are so good. You get so mm-hmm. much out of them. And Sandy, I love Sandy. Sandy's a great host so sweet so informational and also uh just kind like really like gives you like really helpful critiques that don't make you feel stupid (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah i love sandy so yeah that's so important to get like uh to get constructive feedback right i don't know about any of you but i've certainly had you know jerks tell me you know really mean shit before right i've definitely had it and so um you know it's 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 interesting because it can really it can really sort of upset your world you know when you get some you get you get some really really tough you get some really tough criticism Mm. um it, it really i've I've probably grown the most, I think, from those experiences. But at the same time, it's like, I think, you know, constructive criticism, uh, you know, with a little bit of care, you know, you care. And so, you you know, you're going to like 
there's a there's a bit of um let's just call it manners right there's a little bit of man you know you, you know you, yeah. you do it with some tact you do it with some manners Have but you also food. offer yeah you, yeah you offer a look you know you offer some some feedback and i think that's um that's generally the spirit of the class is right you know we're we're all really supportive but you know we you know we do want to make sure that uh that everybody's growing and a part of that is just constant you know it's the practice right you, you are practicing yeah. and you are doing it and so it really is helpful I said tomorrow um, earlier, and I meant today because I didn't realize that today is Monday. It's Monday. Happy Martin Luther King Day, everyone. Happy Martin Luther King Day. Happy Martin Luther King Day. Hey, Luther King Day. King Day. Uh, I would just like to say one thing that uh, um, Martin Luther King was, we are blessed to have a person, a, a genius like Martin Luther King to have been one of the leaders of the civil rights movement at the time. I mean, he was out of this world uh, genius when it comes to human suffrage and, and getting people out of it and using um, the uh, the weapon of love in order to do that. So um, I think his approach was phenomenal. You definitely paved a pathway. You're right about that. Thank you for bringing that up. Can I, can I share a I did for that say that again can i share a painting i did a martin luther king painting yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. see what see what the light's like over here i did this uh they had a skateboard painting competition at the dc tattoo expo that entered this in um i didn't place mm -hmm. i did turn it in let's see Ooh. Ooh. wow Oh wow! Let's, can you spotlight that? Jim? Yeah, let me spotlight Ooh. that. That's beautiful. Whoa. Wow! That's a powerful portrait. Thank you. Beautiful. Oh, I love I love how you utilize soft elements to make the background. I was just thinking that like soft brushes to kind of like blur the background but still show what it is Thank like you, you can yeah. still tell that's this crowd of people holding signs like there's mm, a rally wow. for human rights yeah. but it's soft that is very well done thank yeah, you yeah it is man it is that's a real i really love the stars at the top that that just really just kind of sets it off Thanks. Because stars would actually go in the sky. Oh, that's dope. And any dreams and the night sky. Oh my God. Yeah, that's beautiful. The layers. And in a couple of weeks, it's Black History Month, too. Yeah. Hey. Beautiful. Yeah, in a Steven, couple of weeks, you. the birthday so starts in my house. Mm. Nice. Yeah. And well, it's a new year. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for sharing that, is on February 4th. Yes, thank you. Yes, it is. Oh, sweet. It's beautiful. I um yeah, no, I'm so uh I'm so glad, right, that everybody uh, you know, everybody is sort of like, you know, is enjoying themselves, is like, you know, finding expression. Right. And, and just sort of like we're supporting each other, you know, as a, it's, a, it's a community. So I'm really, you know, I'm really, um, you know, edified by that. Well, uh, so 
why don't we talk i wanted to like talk a little bit about like uh you know some some art stuff some more art stuff and some informational yeah. things so let me um let me share my screen with you and uh let's see download the plugin you got it there it is you see kyle there in the chat hey kyle hey kyle, Hi, kyle. which kyle oh yeah which one <laughs> do we got kyle o or kyle b kyle o kyle o what's happening thanks for joining joining us yeah we've uh um kyle olson uh, he's actually leading our drawing group uh, this week with the with the knives and the fruit, so uh, you know nice. knives and the and the food. So uh, we'll we'll be seeing Kyle tonight, Stephen and I. But yeah, Kyle, you're always welcome to join. We love having you. So um, all right. Uh, so I wanted to just sort of quickly talk about this uh, this concept. I stole this picture from Guy Atchison's Reinventing the Tattoo book. <laughs> So, you know, so mm -hmm. thanks, Guy, for this. Um, yeah. So I wanted to, you know, I wanted to talk a little bit about, so this is the, so the concept that, uh, that, that Guy talks about often in regards to tonal value is a positive and negative relationship. Positive, pause and negative, that kind of, he refers to it. Um, so what does that mean? So what he's talking about when we, when he uses the term pause or, you know, positive, it means something dark, right? When we refer to neg or negative, it's that's the light, right? So the positive is the dark, the dark thing, and the negative is the is the light thing. Um, and so, uh, what what this uh, this this little image, these images are are demonstrating, is this idea of something you know as the as the object or the subject that you are looking at being either darker than the background or lighter than the background. And that is, that is a, a clear strategy. It's a strategy that will help, you know, clarify what it is that the viewer is seeing. So, and I think it's really helpful for us to kind of keep that in mind whenever we're figuring out, you know, we're figuring out light source, we're figuring out like uh, composition, thinking about, you know, so if we say like, you're going to figure out where your darks are going to go, this is a part of what, the way you can think about it, right? If you were to give the full range of value, darkest darks, lightest lights, you're obviously bringing a lot of priority and emphasis to say a given subject. And just because you make the background really dark, it doesn't necessarily give it depth and space, right? It can actually, you know, it can, can do weird flattening things to it. So, figuring out like kind of right away what's dark right as a as a local value right so something is dark and then what is light so what is what is dark pause positive uh what is lighter neg negative these will this sort of simple relationship will help you uh you know ultimately sort of strategize like how it is that you know uh how clear you can make things Right. And so how can you just how can you make these discernments? You can take a step back. You can, you know, you can always like uh, let me see. 
you can, for instance, you know, you can, you can flip things around, right? You can mirror them. You can look at it in a mirror, right? You can also squint your eyes. If you squint your eyes, you can more clearly discern tonal value relationships. You could even, uh, you know, you can even sort of, you know, if you have a, if you have a color reference that you're using, for instance, you can always change it to grayscale you know, uh, reduce, uh, the amounts of, you know, the color information. So, so I have a yeah, question. If the, if I yes, please. Um, so, um, which one is the, which picture of these is the optimal idea? Is it the 22.2 B or, or maybe, you know what I mean? They are. So what these are describing are different ways of approaching. Right. So, okay. so the, the, so 2.2 a, the, the, the snail is positive on negative, right? So it's darker than the background, right? Mm -hmm. The snail mm -hmm. itself has more, has more value than the background. So it stands out, stands out from the background. And then 2.2 uh, B is the opposite is the, is, is the inverse rather. It's where the snail is lighter and the background is darker. So the, the, the point is to sort of demonstrate that you can go either direction with it. But if you don't have this distinction, then it starts to get muddled. It can easily become very muddled. It can, be, it can become difficult to discern, you know, specificity within your design. So, um, so, so, so the bottom is, uh, is, is, is not the optimal one where kind of the background is kind of the same as the foreground. Well, so they, right. So they are, so they are, um, uh, here's what I would suggest. If you can try to squint your eyes down just a little bit and look. So if you, you were to, if you were sort of, yeah, no, no, don't, don't blur. It's just to okay. squint. So when, Oh, squint. So when, okay. Yeah, squint. So when we, uh, so our eyes, you know, are amazing, but we have we have receptors that like receive, you know, different spectrums of, of of light, right? We'll talk more about this later. But when you squint, what you're actually doing is you're you're actually reducing the amount of color information. So if you if you could see in color, and so what you see more clearly is is tone, light and dark. So if you squint and look at this, I think you can really, you can see it almost even more clearly. These are fairly clear, but at the same time, um, each one is oh, sort of balanced to show. Yeah, so if you squint just a little bit, it's like, oh, they're all very clear, right? And so the difference with the um, with 22B and C, the, the lower examples down here, the two at the bottom, is, is the concept of line versus edge, right? So line and edge quality. And this really kind of leads to, I think, to another triad. Like, you know, so last week oh, we talked okay. about, we talked about point, line, and plane last, last week. Point, line, plane, and how they, how they relate to one another. Point develops line, line develops planes, you know, and basically what that is, is their shapes and their, and their uh, plane, you know, uh, um, like facets, right? It's, it's how, it's how light will be reflected. And so the, um, so I think what, what, what this like, what I like to sort of lead into next is, is this thought of, uh, uh, is shape, edge, 
and value, right? Shape edge value. It's, it's, that's, you know, that's like, that is a triad that I think is sort of, you know, just, just to conceptually can really help us start to think a little bit more in depth about the way it is that we uh, arrange things about the way that we render things. So you start with a shape. So like, for instance, the shape, we can see the basic shapes of this snail, for instance. Now we're talking about, we talk about Posnag relationships. That is essentially the value structure, like what's dark, what's light, that sort of thing. And we got Kyle in the house. And then finally, you know, so we get down, we get down to the bottom. We have this, we have this uh, relationship of, of edge, right? Line edge. These are different ways to think about, um, you know, the, the perimeter, the, the shape, right? It's like, how do you define the shape? You're going to define the shape either as an edge or, right, or, or as a line. Right, it could be a sharp line. It could be, you know, it could be a soft, softened line all the way to like a just a soft edge. You know, where it starts to, you know, if we if I zoom in a little bit, we can see it starts to, you know, the form starts to turn ever so slightly. Right, there's a there's a there's a darker value at the edge, right, of this of this snail. You know, so it's there's a there's a sort of undulating pattern of how the you know the it gets a little bit more value. You know. Uh, between the leaves, but then the leaves overall, they don't get as sharp and as dark as all of the, um, just put a little layer on here. They don't get quite as sharp and as dark as, uh, the above there, yeah, it's above it, as, as the line, uh, bad pen. Um, see, you know, the line that's there, right? That, that darkness, that edge, you know, it indicates for us uh, a priority right, of, the, of mm. this shape versus the other shapes, right? All these are shapes. The leaves are shapes. The snail is a shape. How do we sort of discern, you know, background from foreground? How do we render it, right? It's like, if you just start, if you just get in there and you start rendering, it's real easy to, to you know, to sort of, uh, to sort of smatter things all over the place or to, you know, sort of destroy the, the harmony or the, the balance. So in this example, um, you know, in these examples, it's it's uh, it's sort of a basic construction of um, Posnag relationship. How do you how how do you go about like just this simple, you know, um, priority? This is darker. This is lighter. And whatever you do, I it, I think what we're trying, you know, what uh, I think what Guy kind of eloquently, you know, states here in these drawings is there isn't like a um, uh, you can you you have a lot of freedom to make your own choices as an artist, right? And you can like uh, you can take this and you can really start to build and expound with it. So rather, you know, it's like an old school tattoo sort of you know notion is like just alternating dark light, dark light, dark light, right? And you know, if you've been tattooing a long time, you definitely if you're familiar with really traditional you know, uh, American tattoo style. That's what you see a lot of. And it's, you know, it's, it's sort of like that, but, th but this is, you know, this is a way I think to make it a bit more sophisticated, a little bit more sort of, um, you can make it more representational if you like. It, I, I hope that, I hope that's, uh, I hope that is helpful. Um, yeah. So all four of these pictures, uh, uh, um, I'm sorry, just to 
Um, no, I love but all it, four yeah. of these pictures are, are examples of, of ways to just to have positive negative relationships. That's right. Yeah, yeah. that's right. So um, the, there's the basic positive negative relationship. And then there's this relationship of edge versus line. You know, so again, there's, you know, uh, there's on the lower uh, to the to the lower um, left, that snail has softer edges, but still there's a clear distinction. Like there's the fuller range of value. The, the same the same value of line work is not applied to the leaves in the back, for instance. Uh-huh. They're reserved for the snail itself. So that way you can really. So so visually it's distinct for the viewer sort of makes it a little bit more apparent for the viewer that you can see this is this is the subject i want you to pay attention to it also like visually it places it closer perspectively so you know we things that are things that have a you know greater range of value the brightest bright and the darkest dark that that is uh um those are things that are closer to our eyes if we see like a you know far off distance, you know the the value range gets it gets diminished, right? It's we don't see the we don't see the brighter brights, we don't see the darkest darks, and and you know further away the things get. It's just a sort of a phenomenon that we're we're familiar with, but when we go to draw it, it can be it can be challenging to 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 the to approach, right? How do you approach these subjects? so you keep this sort of basic relationship in mind, positive and negative. Um, and then it can help. Uh, it can really help you. I think even still, if we look at the, if we look at this example where, you know, the, the snail is a negative, it's a, it's the lighter, right. And, it, and the background is, is more positive. It has a, has a darker sort of quality to it. Even still, there's a full value range because of the outlines around the snail that help draw it out, bring it forward. So even though, you know, so again, with that squinting trick, if you squint and you look, if you squint at it and you look at it, it's like, oh, I can clearly see the snail is much lighter than the background in this example. But as I, you know, when I open my eyes fully and I look at it, it's like, oh, it's beautifully rendered. I can, you know, it's like, there's all this nuance and subtlety. But again, you, you know, you go down and you squint, it's like, ah, it's very clear. There's a very clear, distinct intention. This is lighter. That's darker. Um, and then the, the next strategy in order to bring more priority is in this case, you know, the edge quality, which is, you know, in this case, lines, right? So the lines are used and they really start to bring, um, they bring that sharper focus. Um, right. Yeah. So this was, um, this was something, uh, I don't know if it was exactly this example or not, but, you know, you know, probably it's over <laughs> over 20 years ago uh, when mm. I had my copy of Reinventing the Tattoo, the book, um, I saw this and it just, it, 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 it really, it helped, it helped sort of, you know, click something for me. And then later on when I got into art school, um, you know, when I was in fundamentals class, my fundamentals teacher talked about this idea of the figure and the ground relationship. And I immediately went back to this positive negative relationship. Like this is, you know, this is what, this is what guys talking about. So figure and ground relationship. What does that mean? Dang, that just kind of makes. <laughs> when you said that, that kind of makes sense. Go ahead, go ahead. 
but. Oh, so figure ground relationship is is exactly this: is something is darker against some, you know, or something something is uh, there's distinction. Something is either darker against lightness, or lighter against darkness. And then again, you know, so it can become very complex. But for instance, uh, when we see when I see the lettering, the words on this page, right? And I, you know, if I were to we were to zoom in and stuff, just sort of keep the just the lettering, right? Well, how do we how are we discerning these letters from the page? Let's say, right? There's a figure ground relationship. The figure in this case are the letters, the letter forms, and the ground is the you know is the paper you know or the background. We're able to 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 focus and you know we're at, we're able to we're able to discern individual letter forms and then we we you know gets more complicated we group them together into words and then into sentences and so on and so forth but it's because of this basic organistic function that we have for discerning figures from the ground right same thing like oh. if you were to invert if you were to invert this and, and have light letters on dark it's you know like like in our in our zoom windows our names are written that way light light figure against a dark ground it's of course this is you know this is graphic but this is the way that we are able to make discernments right if if everything is everything's gray on gray it becomes much more challenging <laughs> becomes much more difficult but figure ground right is is um is is basically how you know how we perceive the world and so we perceive when we're looking out at anything we're gonna we're gonna find something and we're going to discern it from the rest like i found my coffee cup and i was able to pick it out from the background you know i was able to see the the contours the edges of its shape and you know know in space where it is and a lot of times in in drawing that can be a useful sort of can be useful as a as a strategy to to be able to know that stuff. So, um, so right, that's that's a big part of what I you know I really wanted to share today was this dark light, right? Something's dark, something's light. We are figuring out like you know you really want to find uh, you know pick a light source. The light is going to describe the planes, right? Like for instance, we see on the snails like there's a side of the snail's shell, there's a front of the snail's face or something, and they're like on a similar, they're on a similar plane. So they're actually getting the same kind of light. Hope that makes sense, right? It's sort of like, um, you know, like my, you know, my hand, uh, yeah. My hand is is getting light on this side and so is the this side of my face. They're on the same, they're on the same plane, right? And so that's the, um, that's the way that we can start to think about planes is like, what are the, you know, the planes are described. That's interesting. Right. Like, so we see huh. a box, you know, so we, we see, you know, we see a box and it has, it has different, you know, planes to it, right. It has different sides. There's a, there's a top and a, and a, a side, oh, side, <laughs> right. And then there's another side. And it's getting different, getting different lights, right? There's there's different values associated with each of these planes, and so that's what that's what the planes are. It's it's a it's a side, and and you start to think about you know when you start to see light, lighting is describing the relationship of the plane to that light source. 
it indexes it. Like, where's the light coming from? The plane is reflecting it back. The plane is reflecting it like directly back to light source. But then, you know, just like the video that you shared with us, uh, I think two weeks ago, Spirit, with how light sort of functions, it bounces off of everything, right? Um, let me uh, <laughs> let me share this uh, this one with you. So um, this is an example. I'll, I, I'll probably come back. To, I'll probably come back to this one. Use it again. Uh, you know, I'd like to. I like to recycle too. But, but in this uh, in this example, I'm you know I'm describing how the light is is illuminating this this orange. Right. It's a it's an orange. Hopefully, you can tell, even though it's you know monochromatic. But when the light strikes, right? It's um, it's the the highlight. Let's see if I can. Uh, Ah, I have a, I'll just do another layer quickly. I want to say hey to Kyle. Thanks for joining, Kyle. I, uh, oh, Kyle. I, saw, you, I, saw, you, I saw you pop in, so Hello. I'm glad to see yeah, you. Hey, Kyle. Looking, looking forward to tonight. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, so real quick, I just wanted to, to you know, to, to talk about, like, so the planes, right? If we think about, you know, we talked about the planes of the head, you know, last week, how like, you know, again, there's like a, this basic, like the side, the front, the top, the bottom. And then it, then you, then you can get into details, right? All of the smaller plane shifts, right? It kind of starts to make the face look more rounded. Think about the same thing in a, in a spherical sort of object like this orange. Uh, there are, uh, there are, it's like, an innumerable amount of small planes, right? Elise can probably talk more about this with uh, with like 3D modeling, right? All of the, you know, all of the little planes that you would sort of use to, Spaces. you know, to model something, mm -hmm. right? Um, so anyway, so we can see here with the, you know, with, with the highlight, it's like this is the plane that is that is directly facing the light. That's why that's why you get this. That's why you would get this highlight. It's the one that's that's most uh, uh, perpendicular. So lights coming down, right? A plane that's like totally perpendicular is going to reflect like you know a hundred percent, hundred percent of the light. You're going to get this. You know, you're going to get this bright illuminated highlight. Again, it sort of depends on the surface how reflective it actually is, um, but. Um, so like on an eyeball, it's, you know, your eyeballs are generally wet. So you get this specular highlights, it's wet and it, it, you know, it shines forth this really bright, uh, this really bright highlight. But um, as the light, as the light is traveling down. That's crazy. Source, yeah. It's, it, it, once it reaches a certain point, it can't, you know, uh, it, it doesn't any, it's no longer reflecting. It's no longer striking any surface. Like, so what this is, so what the, you know, where this, where this shadow that I'm talking about, that's essentially saying like, all right, so light is, light is traveling down, right? And then it's, it's just, uh, it's, it's passing right next to, right? So you see this, you know, so here the light strikes this surface totally perpendicular and it reflects back. Here the light is passing totally parallel to the plane, to the surface, right? And that's what, I took that's a what causes of this. these uh this this phenomenon yesterday like it uh, like there was light shining through the garage and it was it, it bounced off my car 
And then it made like another, it was made another beam of light. And it was, it fascinated me. So I took a picture of it. So this seeing this here, it makes sense. Like, it, you know, okay. It's like a splash almost, you know what I mean? Exactly. That's what's happening in this, this shadow zone. Light is actually, is again, is sort of, is hitting this surface and then bouncing back, right? And it's causing, you know, it's causing this region here is, this is what we'd refer to as reflected light. But there's a small area down here. I've, I've listed it here. No light can reach. So it's occluded, right? It's a, so it's this little edge. Again, we're you know back to this sort of concept that you know the figure, the ground, the the you know the shape, the value, the edge. We get this little tiny edge, even though there isn't you know there really isn't lines per se in this particular example because the the figure and the ground or the the paws and the neg are so uh, they're more distinct. I don't have a lot of, you know, I don't have a lot of rendering around this. It's just the shape, you know, just this, you know, the spherical, you know, object. So there, but there, here it is. There's a little line and you can see it too, especially, you know, so if you, you know, put your, put your hand down on the table, if the table is light enough, you'll, you'll see this small edge. It's very, very dark. What's happening? Light is reflecting off of everywhere else and is illuminating as many different planes as it can until it gets to this point where it just can't, it simply can't travel any further and then come back to us. So, um, so right. So you, you think know, it's I like think pitch black at that point? It's like, the darkest. If, if you're focused on it, it's the darkest dark that you'll see. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. You know, it, it was interesting. Uh, you know, <laughs> I was thinking about, so our, our, our pupils, for example, and you know, in our eyes, they're they're an opening. They let they let light photons in, and so once this you know photon goes, you know, into your eye and it sort of hits the receptor, you know, it makes chemical signals and it you know it makes signals and stuff and it goes to the brain and the brain does its you know imaginative process stitching together your the information. But I've you know I'm sort of like I've wondered it's you know it's like. To my understanding, there's, you know, like, again, there's energy and stuff there, but there's like this annihilation of the photon at a certain point, right? The photon, mm -hmm. you know, it's just, you know, that's, that's what, that's what uh, physics tells us. Like it becomes annihilated, you know, at a, cer at a certain point, you know, I'm like, I've always wondered, I'm like, oh, what, a, you know, I wonder what happens to it is, you know, when, when the photon becomes annihilated, it's, it's interesting. And, uh, you know, there's, um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I really don't. But I but as far as representing it, you know, we can always use this range, right? This tonal value range, darkest dark, and highlight. That brings something as close to us as we as it as we can see it. And so as something were to go further and further away, we wouldn't see this, we wouldn't see this relationship um, you know, as strongly. Um anyway, uh I have a, um, I just had a, a drawing that I, you know, that I did and I, I was hoping that it kind of like, I was hoping that it kind of showed the, this relationship of, you know, figure ground and positive and negative. Thank you. Um, so, so the figure in this case is lighter than the background, right? And then of course, like there's a, you know, there's a middle tone to the, to the pillows and the drapes and stuff. But, um, you know, sort of thinking about it uh, just in terms of this 
positive negative relationship. And then all the other things we were talking about earlier with the shape, value, edge. Um, I, I guess I, the way that I think about shadows, and I, you know, I'm not the only one, but I think that it's, a, it's helpful. Um, if you think about, or if, you, if you're looking at a shadow and you're trying to, you know, trying to figure out how do I shade this? How do I render this thing? I think what can be really um, what can be really useful and helpful is to look at the edge quality of the shadow, right? So what do I mean by that? Well, here, uh, you know, along uh, yeah. So here, along this, you know, this sort of the the plane of the the thigh right here, it's it's a softer get rid of that. It's a softer. Um, edge right the edge is very is like is, is softened um this sort of describes the form of the plane right so that you know the there's all these planes light is is hitting it at various angles and so on the form the shadow is a sort of slightly softer quality and then we get this um we get this phenomenon here called the called the terminator right or the core shadow it's the darkest area on the form itself but then if we were to come over here and look at the quality edge, you know, the quality of this edge of this shadow, it's much firmer, right? It's, it's much sharper. It's much more of like a line, crisp, crisper sort of a line, right? Right there. Or even right here is another one, right? And so those types of shadows are cast shadows, right? So the form shadow and cast shadow, those are really the two families of shadows that I, you know, I, I think they kind of fall into those, into those categories that it's either cast or it's it's describing a form or it's describing where the light is not hitting the form if that if that makes sense so to kind of return to the you know to the example here is a here is another there's that same orange that i showed earlier but like that's kind of one of my about, questions. How do you determine the shape of the shadow? Um, you know, do you just kind of, yeah, like how do you, how do you determine the shape of the shadow? So, um, is there a trick for that? There, there are some tricks to do it from, you know, imagination. Mm -hmm. um, it depends on what light source you're talking about. If it's an inside light, if it's if it's an inside light, then uh, there's there's a way to do it. If it's the sun, there's another way to do it. I, oh, you know, wow. I, we're gonna definitely. I definitely want to talk about that a little bit more. And I was thinking, you know, next time. So I wanted to okay. wanted to talk about. But in this case, I think my shadows always make the shape look like a sticker, like a like a like it's just flat. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just laying on something. And <laughs> sure. Um, you know. So, uh, so, well, I can maybe hopefully I get this right. Okay, so let's say uh, let's say we've got. Um, pardon me. Yeah. All right. So let's say we've got uh, a light source, right? Light source, and it is uh, you know it's 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 shining in all directions, right? But let's just put a just put a stick on the ground right let's just we'll just we'll just put a we'll just put a stick on the ground uh and i'll make it a different color so that way i can discern it from other stuff 
So here's a there's a there's a stick on the ground, right? It's it's in the ground, right? Just to you know, put a, <laughs> for, follow me, hopefully. <laughs> mm -hmm. follow me. I'm following. All right. Okay. Good. So um, wherever the light source is, let's say that the you know let's say that the light source is you know just for simplicity that it's it's right there in relationship to the ground, right? If if this stick were here, it would be right underneath it, right? So if we were to if we were to sort of triangulate, so from from this point, this is where the light source uh, relates. This is the light source to the uh, to the ground. So from here, we run a line from the base of the object, da, 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 da. and then from the light source to the top of the object. This is the shadow that that would cast, right? Let's uh, let's let's try it again, and we'll do it. We'll do it slightly differently. So let's move the, we're gonna move the light source. Come on. So we'll move the light source where it interfaces with the ground and I'll, I'll put it, I'll put it here instead, right? So now, so now this is where the light source is. In, that's, that's the alignment to the ground that it, that it where, wherever it's standing at. Okay, next, so we'll do the same thing. We'll, you know, triangulate and then well, it's, it's too it's too extreme of an angle, but yeah, it's there. Let's say it right there, like that. That would be the shadow with this particular light source. And so, hypothetically, if we were to say um, turn this into a wall, let's just remove it. I'll just sort of now it's a now it's a wall. Now it's a plane, right? We could do the same sort of operation and. There, so it would be like that. So this would be the shadow for that wall with mm. this particular light source. Does that make sense? Oh. Um, and it, I think if you play with it, you know what I mean. You can start to, you know. Uh, so there's that's the simple thing. You just need these. You need those points, whatever your object is. And so again, if you were to if you were to develop it further. Uh, and you know, make um, uh, I don't I, develop it further. Uh, you could um, let's see, what if, what if it were to go like this? Um, so kind of an awkward shape, but still another another portion of our wall. Um, how would this how would this look? So from our light source, hit this bottom of this pole here, this edge of the wall, and then from here. Something like that, right? There, and then so, you know, like some sort of like a screen or something like that. You put up a screen and it starts to sort of, you know, um, it's gonna make a particular shadow. This is a terrible, terrible example, <laughs> I know. But let me, let me, uh, you know, so for a, for a spherical object, the shadow is gonna be an ellipse, right? It's a, so it's a, it's a circle. But seen in perspective. So again, you know, the, so a shadow that you're going to have for, you know, in this case, this orange or, you know, so for any other kind of spherical object, it's going to become elliptical in shape. And so you kind of, um, so if you're drawing it, you can look for that. Again, once you, it's, it's really, uh, it, 
it's almost like it's almost contrived when you have one single light source like it's a, it's it's kind of made up you have to sort of uh you know intentionally do it um because so often there's just so many light sources coming from all over the place you know so as you're seeing it i think if you can if you can conceptualize the the way shadows work and, and break it down simply then you can extrapolate the the more complicated light sources that you know that you that you have seen you could end you could end up having some you could end up like sort of prioritizing some over others you could end up sort of having like there's a there's a one common light source is the brightest one and you know you want to maybe want to emphasize that and that can um that can i think that could be helpful um so i anyway i think that you know um for this for this week's homework or for this week's sort of like you know uh like as you're as you're working on stuff i don't know if there's anything specific you know like you can do it but as you're working on stuff i would i would think about this you know prioritizing the positive and the negative relationship this positive relationship see if there's any place that you can work this in like i you know i went to render this thing and i immediately thought that this needs to be the darker. That doesn't mean it has to be like, you know, all the way, you know, like there's like there's no subtlety. You can I think you can add nuance and subtlety, but overall, this will be darker than that. The object will be darker than the background, or the background will be darker than the object. One or the other, and that's going to help bring clarity, and then hopefully a little bit more, um, you know, hopefully help help to simplify. These are really, uh, um, really complex sorts of you know shading problems that we that we you know always seem to face. Um, yeah, so that's the that's the that that was <laughs> that was what I wanted to what I wanted to talk about this week and, and hopefully tie it together to you know to the the things that we were talking about last week. Very conceptual, point line plane. This week is shape, edge, and value. Right? So we think about, you have to juggle all those things together. But I think once, um, once they become kind of second nature to you, um, you'll, see where you, you, you'll see where they start to, you know, where you start to deviate from them. You know? it's like, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're always going to get it right, but it helps you, I think, uh, you know, critique your own work in a more constructive way, rather than just saying, rather than just saying, like, I suck, I'm no good, <laughs> I'm terrible at this. You uh, instead, you're looking you're at it to, with a more informed eye. I hope so. I hope so. You know, you can you can grow from you can learn from the experience that way. I hope. You know what I mean? Like you can mm -hmm. see what you've done, and you can you know next time around, or even you know maybe there's time to correct it you know, or to make it closer to what you had in mind. Um, that, that's the hope, you know, is, is really is, you know, it's like through all the, through all the labor that we do, that we end up, um, you know, uh, coming up with, you know, with, with expressions that are, that are useful, like, you know, and that are like, I mean, I, I guess that they're, that are meaningful, meaningful for you meaningful for your audience um shows your values right it talks about it talks about demonstrates your values and how you uh you know things that you care about so 
anyway, I hope that was helpful. I really do. I, you know, I think it's, uh, again, it's kind of somewhat heady of concepts, but the practical stuff is like, how do we render things? And just get back to the simple stuff. And it could really be very simple um, before you have to, you know, before you go into all of the, all of the subtlety, before you get into all of the details, again, you just, you start off with that, with, with relationships. And then things can, the complexity really kind of emerges out of this, you know, this sort of simple relating of one thing to another. So um, that's one of the things I do have issues with is determining the priority in the piece. You know, uh, like I do, I do recognize that the things that are you're supposed to see are supposed to stand out the most, supposed to have the highest contrast. But um, oftentimes in tattoos, uh, I think the major difference for me um, is that I work on, I work on mostly black skin. Um, so my canvas already has a tone, right? Uh, a tone on the value scale. So that's one of the challenges that, you know, that, I, that I'm, you know, still working on. And of course, you know, all, you know every skin is a tonal value, um, uh, clearly. Um, so um, you just kind of determine the priorities in, in, the, in the art is kind of one of the things that I have issues you, challenge with. You got it. You really nailed it, though. And it's you know, sort of like you don't, you may not have in a particular, given a particular scenario, you may not be able to have this full, the fullest range, right, of gray and stuff like that. But you're going to have a lightest light and a darkest dark. And so bringing those in relationship, I think, can be, can be really powerful. And then, if, of course, it's sort of like you have to, maybe you'd have to have more discernment about priority, have even more discernment about how you um, can bring emphasis and how you can bring, you know, clarity to particular, you know, uh, project or a particular sort of instance when you're, you know, when you're trying to render something, when you're trying to, uh, you know, you're trying to tattoo it, you're trying to draw it, whatever. Um, but yes, I, you've got to, you've got to be in tune to attune yourself to the needs of, you know, your particular project that you're working with. And I, mm -hmm. I think that's, I think that's, that's very, you know, very good way to, to go about it. Um, so I, I, I feel like, uh, I feel like we're ignoring Kyle. Hey Kyle, how you doing? <laughs> oh, Kyle, what's up, Kyle? Kyle. Hi, you doing the thing, man. Don't even hey. stress. Like you're, you're, oh, you're no, doing awesome. awesome. So glad to, so glad you can make it. Um, well, wanted to, just wanted to touch base with you. So Kyle is a fantastic artist. And so it's really great to, uh, it's really great that you're here. Um, you have any, did you have any artwork you wanted to share? Did you have any, did you have anything you wanted to, um, um, to share with us? Specifically, I don't know. I was just messing around trying to figure out like the, the overall silhouette of um it might take me a second to bring it up of, of tonight's or the monday night thing i'm messing with the the shape of the blade trying to make it more interesting there it is um but i i'm the thing i'm struggling with right now with it is how to frame it out because i'm trying to keep it simple towards like the the you know the the one two three you know the order of the hierarchy of the the overall design and uh just kind of struggling with the, the third part trick. So I'm trying to frame it in and make the overall silhouette interesting, but I don't know, like it's just hard to, to overall read um, with everything that I got going on with it. Um, virtual camera. And then the other button. 
Um, Whoa, what the heck? Why is that showing the old one? There we go. There we go. There we go. All right. But yeah, just like the the one on the, the right, it's like it has a lot going on, but I feel like. I love it. Yeah, I just feel like it's a lot going on. Um, and so I changed up the knife and tried to make the knife a little bit more interesting. And now I'm trying to frame everything in with like leaves and stuff like that. But like, I don't know, just like the overall silhouette of the whole thing it just becomes super muddy and you can't even tell like the nice in there and stuff like that might what that's through. what you think that's what you're that when you look at this you feel as though you can't really see the knife of the thing on the right oh like um the overall silhouette um is uh, oh, okay i mean um it's gonna take a minute i'm duplicating the layer and then making it darker to where it's just like shows this the the, the silhouette of the whole thing uh-huh uh, just to see if it's interesting and stuff like that itself. Oh, that's that's interesting because I guess from a distance, that's what you're going to see for the most part. Is, mm -hmm. So the outline is interesting. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I, I'd have to look it up again, but like that, it's 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 something that deals with like when you look at an image and stuff like that, and like the the brain just like kind of sees like the overall silhouette of the thing. I can't remember what it was, but. Mm -hmm. um, if you could have your way with this piece, um, if you, I mean, if you could just blink your eyes and it would you change immediately with zero, zero effort, what would you kind of do to it to make the shape more appealing to you? Um, well, if, if I wanted to, um, I could like just leave the, the one on the right, leave the layer like that, and then just start erasing stuff to where I'm creating more edges and or like working on the edge work of everything. Um, my stuff is super laggy. I'm sorry, guys. Um, but I would just go through and then just work on like the the edge of everything to where it's like definitely a, a leaf or a basil leaf or whatever. And this is obviously, mm. you know, here thing, and then just like little gaps, just strengthen the overall silhouette of it. Mm -hmm. Um, is a possible route. I guess. Um. <clears throat> So, so I, I really, you know, before, before you like doubled up the background, I could really see, I could really see the silhouette that you're talking about. All of the, all the edges of every leaf made it, you know, sort of interesting sort of, you know, move out into the space. Right. Uh -huh. And there was a really clear Posneg relationship, right. There was, a, you know, the, you know, so the knife had, had some edge quality as far as like there was a there was a line sharper sort of bolder outline around it but then the blade was light so there was a real um i think there was a real attentiveness to uh -huh. that to that need um but i think you know it's 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 the it's the same old problem just like you were saying like there's this going to be this initial like this initial sort of uh perception of the silhouette but then like we're gonna you know because of the priority that you want to give to the subject, the knife, uh -huh. the other stuff has to be lower priority, you know? Yeah, yeah 100%. <laughs> it, has to, it has to be more, uh, you know, subtle. And, and I think, um, so I, I guess I just, I just want to sort of just say that, you know, I'm encouraging what you do have so far. Like, uh -huh. I think it's, it really kind of works. If anything, you could, you know, you could even make it, simpler rather than you know rather than more uh, you know it mm -hmm. could be like lower contrast 
in the back. The the leaves could be just sort of like less outlined, more of a particular value. That's just a thought. You know what I mean? Just uh, and it's still it would still have the silhouette that you're talking about. But yeah, yeah, um, no, no, that's just, that, just that continue the yeah, continue the priority that you've already assigned to the to the various elements. Um, yeah, and I, I, so it's but it's awesome, dude. It really is. Oh, thank you. you know, thank you're, you. Yeah. It's, and I think too, like you're kind of at this, you're at this design, you're still in this sort of value, you know, construction phase. And, um, and so I think, um, just because not everybody's going to see it later, but it, you know, it's likely it's going to be like, you know, totally full solid color. It's going to be incredible looking. <laughs> <So>, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be great. Um, but I think, uh, you know, I think like you're, your decisiveness will be um i think that'll that'll really be the part that's uh that's extra awesome oh i guess we're yeah well, yeah, you, zoom in, sorry, zoom in, yeah i i just just this is the thought well i think that's the thing it's like you know not to not to even to, to say do it this way but just more like we're a second set of eyes yeah you know like you've been working on it a bunch and yeah. you know we all we all get like I think we all get like tunnel vision and stuff and we're mm -hmm. like, Oh my God, this is, you know, yep. this is this way specifically. Mm -hmm. And I think, I think you've really got a great, I think you've really got a great motif and design going on. I think I, so from a distance, cause right now it's sort of, you spaced it back. Uh -huh. I'll like, I'll like open it up for others. If anybody else has, you know, sort of a notion about it, but I think, oh, the, sorry, yeah. I think the leaves, I think the leaves are super interesting that way. There's a nice variety to them. I like oh, it. I, mean, I think it's nice looking. <laughs> really nice, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm a sucker for like the whole like bouquet look. I guess is what it is. To where it's just like a whole like ice spy thing. To where you got like a little bit of barley here, this that the other thing, little flower hair stuff like that. But I don't know. Yeah, I get. I don't know. I don't. Know. I just that's that's one thing I just try to keep in mind. It's just like the overall silhouette, and I feel like the blade is a little bit lacking, and you know, just trying to make it better. And I, I agree, greatly appreciate. The, the insight guys if there's anything else that sounds out to anybody else please let me know i love it yeah there you go i think um too it's kind of interesting uh the so the orange that's really centered you know, so with the you know in the composition with the with the extra leaves and stuff the orange is really centered on the the blade i'm sorry the handle rather Mm -hmm. And I think it's a, I think it's, um, it's a very interesting graphic sort of approach. It makes it much more graphic looking to me. Mm -hmm. um, like the other one, uh, the other one that's to the left, it's sort of, you know, the, the blade breaks the plane of the, or I'm sorry, the handle, <laughs> the handle breaks the plane of the orange is sort of, you know, the orange is behind it, mm -hmm. uh, you know, in front of it sort of a, a what I'm saying is that like, it's, it's more naturalistic that way. It has a sort of a, um, uh, it just, I, I think, so for me, I like, I like the, particularly like, I like the one on the right with all the extra leaves. And I like the one with, you know, I like the, the orange and stuff right there. This personally, I like it. Um, but it's a subjective thing. Like, what do yeah. you like? What yeah. is, you know, if it's I have for a your question. client, what do they like, you know? So. Um, I have a question about um, just kind of the neg pause relationship. So the tip of the knife, um, do, do we think that maybe if we would make it lighter, 
that it would pop out the, the tip of the knife? Or are you oh, going yeah. for the knife kind of being more one with the tip of the knife kind of being more one in the background with the piece? Well, yeah, I definitely think like just like the tip of the knife just completely takes that. Because I was just trying to strengthen like the 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 focal points of the focal point, I guess. And if I were to do a highlight or make the blade lighter and have that little orange behind the tip right there, that would make sense. But taking that completely away definitely helps. I like that a lot, Kyle. I like that sharp point. Yeah. That you just sort of that just sort of I like the silhouette that, that creates. Yeah. Yeah. And then it makes it, it to me it kind of it creates a better contrast between the softness of the piece overall and then the knife. Yeah, huh. I feel like it also brings that that little orange in the front forward more. It brings it forward. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah, that totally makes sense. Thank you, guys. Totally. Thank beautiful you. work, Kyle. Yeah, uh, beautiful thank you guys. work. Thank you. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> Try to get this sucker done before tonight. So um. <laughs> I hear you. Oh, cool. cool. <laughs> I hear you. Um, so. That was, thanks for sharing that. And also like, thanks for, you know, for letting us chime in a little bit on it. I, you know, I, I feel like, um, I felt like that was, I felt like that was really helpful for us too. You know what I mean? Yeah, we're looking at your work and we're like looking at like, you know, at the, at the decisions you made, I honestly like, you know, I got ideas, you know, for, things that I want to, that things that I'm going to be drawing today and things that I want to do. So, you know, I, I thought there was a lot of positives in there and also, you know, a lot of really smart, really smart things. So, yeah. Well, th th yeah. like, thank you guys for oh, thank you. Like, always getting like fresh set of eyes, different ideas, this, that, and the other thing, like different viewpoints on it. It helps out so much. And it's such a fun aspect of like the whole building process of your projects. So, um, having that interaction with other people. It's a great way to learn things and to rethink about stuff. So thank you guys. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you for well, letting us know. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, well, speaking of, I, oh, sorry. Yeah. Go ahead, please. I realized I never shared the pieces that I was working on ah, cool. this week. Please do. Um, they're 3D pieces because I'm working on my portfolio right now. So has disabled participant screen sharing. Oh, let me uh, let me enable that here. Knock knock, let me in. Can you do it yet? Yes. Okay. okay cool. Screen share, not you. So I've been rendering. Can you see? Oh, neat. What I'm showing? Um, yeah. So this is one of my pieces. I actually entered this into a show uh, in the fall. But um, this is going to be one of my main portfolio pieces. It's actually a recreation of my, my brother flies planes. Mm, so so cool. um, this is a recreation of his plane, but my version. <laughs> oh, so cool. It's my version of it. Um, so his is called like, uh, it's named Three Zero Romeo Mike. So I named his, this one the, uh, the Juliet Michelle. Instead nice. of Romeo Mike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then oh, not you. Sorry. Uh, and then this one. Uh I just wow. did a, a re-render of this. This was a recreation of a uh hotel in Japan. 
um, just because I'm really interested in going into possibly uh, furniture manufacturing or uh, product modeling um, or even like interior modeling. Um, and this is one of my favorite projects that I've done. It turned out really well. That's really nice. Um, That's really sharp. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Even the sky rendering is <laughs> Yeah, that that's actually called a HDR light. So basically someone takes like a really expensive camera and they take a 360 uh photo of it and it captures the information uh of the lighting from that day. So basically I can plug that into shaders in my program in order to use this information that the computer calculates the lighting. Whoa, wow. Yeah. Nice. So, so now this is actually a, this is a space that you created. Like we could, you know, you could actually, I mean, like you could, if we were with you, you could like, you could show us more angles of this space. Yes. Is that, am I correct there? Yes. This is a Everything's still rendered, modeled. but I, yeah. Right. And there's a whole other side of the, the room that I have to take renders of too. So like there, it's, there's a bunch of other stuff in there too. So yeah, that's what I've been working on. Amazing. I kind of so feel cool. like I feel like if I were to just see that as an image, I wouldn't even question it. You know, I, mean? I would, <laughs> yeah. I would I, 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 like I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily go to. Oh, that's a three D model right away. I'd probably no. see right. it's a beautiful, <laughs> beautiful right hotel into... room. Yeah. yeah, very convincing. And um, thank you. Yeah, it's uh, it's above my pay grade. I'm afraid. <laughs> but amazing. No, it really is. Uh, Thank you. Uh, yeah, it's it's amazing what the kids are doing these days. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, I am a, um, I'm just like a, you know, I'm just I, I'm, I feel so great about. Uh, oh, Hi, Steven. See you later, Steven. Hi, Steven's Steve. gotta go. Hi, Steven. I feel so great about uh, you know today's show. I had such a had such a fun time with all of you and getting to see what you all were working on. Um, and then getting to, to chat about, you know, some art concepts that I hope were helpful. Mm -hmm. So um, again, I just want to like encourage everybody to think about like positive negative relationships. Think about the, you know, how, how can we sort of simplify what it is that we're, uh, that we're drawing when we're, you know, when we're working. Um, and, uh, and then, you know, next week we're going to, hopefully we'll do some drawing next week. <laughs> 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 we're supposed to draw here so i think we the do. problem we is get, we have a room full yeah. of jabber jaws that's true <laughs> no, it's, it's very wrong true. That. i'm enjoying the information you give us and then giving it to yeah. us to apply mm -hmm. i'm enjoying that cool. part so good yeah, it gives I, us time I, to ruminate yes <laughs> good yeah and good. and the thing is james like i don't even i have i have the book um, you know, reinventing the tattoo, and I remember that page with the snails on it. And you know, we talk about layer learning layers. I didn't quite get it when I, you know, I, I got it, but I didn't get it. Get it? You know what I mean? So it's just, it's just, just like you guys said, it's just ruminating, just going over and over these simple concepts that are just going to help yeah. you, just you know, um, you know, make those neural connections. Excellent. That's a, that's excellent. Yeah, I um so that's the way I kind of feel about it too, you know, it's like there's so much uh 
in, in reinventing the tattoo, the book, um, you know, the, and the, you know, the canon, there's so much information in there. The more that, you know, that I work with it, the more that I get. Um, and so your foundational texts that are really important, you know, the, they're all, they're, they're a font of, of information, of knowledge, right? You can always go back to them and, um, and get more out of it the next time. I think that's like sort of the distinction about like, you know, really great, really great works, whether it's art or, you know, literature, you know, uh, there's always this, there's always something that you can get, get out of it again. So, mm -hmm. um, I just really want to thank everybody so much for coming and for contributing. And it really is, um, you know, it's not the same without you. So, mm -hmm. um, thanks again for, uh, for making it, um, for making it what it is. And so, uh, let's do some sign offs and we'll, we'll call it a day for today. So, um, so Kyle, can we start with you? Yeah, Give sure. A sign off. Yeah. Thanks. Um, my name is Kyle Olson. Um, you can find me on Instagram at uh, Olson underscore tattoos. Um, and you can reach out to, to me through there. That works out great. Awesome. Thank you so much, Kyle. It was, uh, we'll see you tonight. So <laughs> I'm excited about, excited about tonight's class. So <laughs> thanks again. Um, Medusa, give us a sign off. Hi, I'm Medusa. Uh, you can find me um, at my website, medusaslays.com, or on Instagram, medusaslays with three S's at the end, like a snake. And uh, I am happy to be here, and I am also happy to go back to bed. Me too. Uh, <laughs> Good thanks morning, for coming everyone. yeah good morning yeah good thank morning. you for thanks for sharing your um uh your your creative project the 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 rat taxidermy amazing taxidermy. Um, <laughs> fun fact i'm actually horribly afraid of taxidermy <laughs> oh fun i'm just shoving it in the camera okay. <laughs> good thing there's a computer between us to, yeah it's like, mostly in person you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Beautiful. No, thank you, Medusa. It's great to have you. Thanks for coming. Um, Spirit, give us our sign off. Hey guys, uh, I am Spirit. You can find me on tattoo on Instagram, Tattoos by Spirit, TikTok, Tattoos by Spirit, and my website, TattoosbySpirit.com. Uh, this is a pleasure. I am so thankful that. Uh, we have this class that holds me accountable. I look forward to it every morning. I remember the first time I joined, I was like, oh, God, I hope this class is going to help me. And I have uh, been doing a lot of self-help self as a result of the class, you know, just been putting in the work and putting in the work, and uh, it's been very enriching. So I'm really excited to actually join uh, Guy Atchison's uh, sub uh, subscription to the book. It sounds like it's, uh, you know, just really, really helpful and um, really great. So I thank you guys for being a part of this class. And I also thank you guys that are watching out there in cyberspace. Um, you know, love you guys. See you next Monday. Thank you, Spirit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, please do. Please join. That would be, it'd be awesome. Awesome to have you there. So, um, yeah, it's, it really is like a, that's a, this is a cool group, man. I, 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 don't know, I really appreciate all you too. So 
Amber, let's have your sign off, please. All right. I'm Amber from New Jersey, and you can find me under all social media sites at Amber Morgan. Thank you, Amber. And uh, so you were you Thank were telling you. us earlier about you were telling us earlier about your shop is is going is going yeah, great. Yeah, how's that going? Loving it. Oh, I'm loving it. We had so much fun on Friday. We really did. Friday the 13th, tattoos. Yes, it was chaos, and I thrived oh, on every so bit of it. I have missed being in a shop so much. Oh, that's so good. That's, that's excellent. Um, you seem, I, I you seem super happy. I've gone back to being an apprentice. I'm fine with that. I'm just cool. plugging away, doing what I got to do, and I'm loving it. Outstanding. You seem like you're glowing. Uh, yeah. yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I kind of am. I'm riding away. <laughs> But no, keep it I up. have arranged my entire apprenticeship around Mondays so I can be here Mondays. That is uh, that's outstanding. No, we're glad to have you. We're grateful for you to come and, you know, you were a real contributor to this group. So we're, you know, so it's excellent. I'm so glad that, so glad that you're, you know, you're here and that you're also, you know, you feel like you're getting something out of it and, you know, Definitely. sharing your, sharing your journey with us, right? Yeah. You're, you're doing new stuff all the time. And so it's always trying. Yeah, it's awesome. Every Thank day you, is an Amber. adventure. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Elise, give us your sign off. All right. Hello, I'm Elise. I'm a 3D artist. Um, and you can find me on Instagram at my new Instagram, Elise Morrow Visuals. Uh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm nice. to I have to look it, look you up now. <laughs> There's nothing on there yet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, okay. <laughs> Why did you get a new Instagram? But yeah, I'm trying to do all my branding and like consolidate everything into one name. So. Cool. Yeah, yeah it's hard. It's tough. Yeah. Tough to, tough to play the marketing game, but. Well, um, luckily, um, Elise and Mara are not normal names. So. <laughs> How do you spell Mara? Like tomorrow without the two. Oh, okay. Elise Marrow, what? Elise Marrow. Visuals. Visuals. Found Visuals. ya. Hey. Follow you. Follow <laughs> the shit out of so you. I'm on Instagram and our <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. That's great. Seriously. Thank you for sharing, you know, your your beautiful crafts, the houses that you made, uh, pandemic your pandemic houses, and then yeah. also mm. uh, your 3D models. Yeah, they're they're incredible. Thank you. Um, so yeah, we're excited, excited to, to keep up with you and see what you're what you're doing next. So thanks for coming. Thank you. And glad to be yeah, here. Yeah, thanks everybody for yeah, thanks everybody for coming. Happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Um, I just wanna you know I just wanna say just uh, you know thanks again to reinventing the tattoo for helping make this possible. Thanks again to Guy Atchison. Um, and also, uh, you know, just one more one more time to thanks thanks to the gang here, and thanks to everybody out there watching and listening. Um, this has been uh, Drawing for Tattooers. I'm James Wisdom. Uh, you can find me at tattooingwisdom.com and uh, Instagram at tattooingwisdom. Um, so, happy drawing, everyone, and we'll see you 